Hello and welcome. I'm Connie Reagan-Green, and this is another episode of Prestabilius, Excellence in Marketing. Today, I'm going to talk about time management and productivity. These are areas that I've become an expert in, but only because I focused on becoming an expert in these areas when I started my online business. Before I came online, during the 20 years I worked as a classroom teacher in the inner city of Los Angeles and simultaneously worked in real estate as a broker and as a residential appraiser, work I had done for several years before becoming a teacher, I knew very little about time management and productivity other than the fact that I had great difficulty in managing my time and everyone I knew seemed to be more productive than I was. I didn't realize, believe it or not, I didn't realize that when you focus on something and learn about it, of course you're going to improve your results. So today, I want to provide some practical strategies for you for effective time management, and I also want to talk about creating a balance between your work and your personal life because this is quite as important as well, because achieving work-life harmony requires effective time management strategies. You want to balance professional and personal responsibilities, and you want to make sure that you're setting clear priorities. So first off, and I hope you're taking some notes with this or you'll come back and listen again. I don't talk for too long, so you can come back and listen again to take some notes. What are your priorities? What are the most important tasks and priorities for both work and personal life? So for me, I'll start with my personal life. I do a lot of volunteer work. I help nonprofits and service organizations with grant writing and reaching out in the community for different opportunities to serve. That's very, very important to me. My family and close friends are also important to me, and I've brought them into this world of volunteering and providing service to others, not only in the communities where we live, but around the world, and that's so, so important. Now, let's go to the business priorities. I'm an online entrepreneur. I'm a writer. I'm an author. Yes, those are two different things. I'm a marketer. I love having an online business. I never knew that this even existed. It turned out people started in the 1990s, 94, 95, 96. I know people now who were actually active online during those years. I didn't even realize until 2005 that someone like myself, an individual, could have a business online and could replace my income from teaching in real estate. I didn't know. I found out about it in 2005, and I decided to go for it, and I'm so, so happy that I did. I had to be very brave, very courageous, and believe that anything and everything was possible. Once I did that, then I committed to learn what I needed to learn. So in terms of your time management, I want you to have a to-do list. I use a five-by-seven-inch mini legal pad. I use yellow most of the time, but I have them in several colors. I buy them on Amazon. You can also buy them in your local you know, office supply stores, stationery stores, whatever they call them. 
and you can get them in pink and lavender and green and blue. But I tend to use the yellow ones. Maybe I have more of them in my in my cabinet for them. But that to-do list, it just becomes a mile long. And that's the intention of a to-do list. People will tell me every week I talk to someone and I say, how's your time management? Are you prioritizing? How productive are you? And they'll say, well, my to-do list is never finished. It's a mile long. And I say, a to-do list is not intended to ever ever be finished. How do you achieve things? How can you become super productive? As you're filling out your to-do list, you pick and choose what you're going to do the following day. I never have more than four things on my schedule because that's a schedule then. I never have more than four things, and those things are a combination of personal and professional for my business on the same list. So I might have a medical appointment or I might be going to see a movie, but I also might be writing a new blog post or writing another thousand words on the next book that I'm writing. So that's what I want you to do, and I want you to think about it. So let's go back to priorities. You have to have clear priorities. When I work with people online, they tend to be in learning mode for years, learning, learning, learning. You have to take a look at what it is you want to learn, learn as much as you need, just as much as you need, not a bit more, and then start doing it. Because once you start doing something, you'll have different questions. You'll be at a different place. I always know when when someone I'm mentoring, when they come to me and I, I want them to start blogging, and I always know if they've written and published that first blog post or not. They might have questions about, well, I don't know how many paragraphs I need and how many words and if I should talk about this and what I should include as my call to action. And I tell them, I want you to write the first post. I wanted a minimum of 500 words. 750 is better. It can be original or you can use private label rights content. Right? You can curate content. You can invite people to write something for your blog post, but I want you to hit publish. Then you and I will take a look at it together and see how it needs to improve. Believe it or not, almost half of the people that come to me for mentoring, they won't publish that first blog post. Very sad because they want to learn more and more. They want to think about it. Can't do that in a business. Can't do it at a job. Right? Can you imagine if I would tell the principal when I was teaching, no, I didn't really teach the students today. I'm just learning more and more about what they need and how I'm going to present it and all that. No, you have to actually do it. So priorities for me are writing, also authoring. So I'm always writing, but I'm always working towards a book, even though right now I have a book in progress on marketing. It'll be out at the end of January 2024. But after that book comes out, in my mind, I will still be thinking about the next book and doing some outlining, but I don't spend a whole lot of time when I'm in that early stage, six months to a year before the next book would come out. When it comes to writing, I'm writing every single day. That's a top priority for me. Always, wherever I am in the world, I always have those little uh, mini legal pads I'm, I'm telling you about. I have those with me. I have different pens. <laughs> so I can do different things because every pen feels differently. I collect pens these days. And writing is very, very important. What else? Marketing. If I don't market every day, then 
I'm not truly in business. So marketing is a priority for me. So I want you to think about what your priorities are and have them for both work and personal life. Now, I'm going to tell you about the Eisenhower matrix, and you may already be familiar with this. It has four quadrants. One quadrant is urgent and important, so you would take care of that right away. Another quadrant, important, but not urgent, so it doesn't have to be done immediately. The third quadrant, urgent, but not important, depending on the urgency, you may have to act on that right away. And the fourth quadrant, neither urgent nor important. So when I started my first podcast, this is my third podcast series, I've been podcasting for well over a decade, I tried to learn everything I could about it. And it turned out I was in that fourth quadrant on the lower right, the neither urgent nor important. Once I knew how to use my cell phone to make a call to the service I used to do the recording of my audio, that was a big piece of it. Then I knew how to add it so it would go to, back then, iTunes, now to Apple Podcast, so that the world could hear it. And pretty much that's all that I needed to know. Yeah, there are a thousand other things that you learn over time, some of those things. But what do you need to know to actually make it happen? So prioritize your task with the Eisenhower Matrix. Batch similar tasks. I wasn't a big fan of batching when I came online. In my mind, I wanted to do things more individually, but it doesn't make sense. When you have something that needs to be done, group the similar tasks together, and then you make a time block. A time block for me is never going to be more than 90 minutes and maybe as short as 30 minutes, because after 90 minutes, I know that I'm, I'm not going to be sitting in front of a computer. I'm going to be up and moving and outside or on to the next thing, and I will have another time block of somewhere between 30 and 90 minutes later in the day, unless I'm finished for the day. So batch your similar tasks. Then you want to block time. I worked with someone for a while who was a global consultant, and he told me about protecting time. And I said, tell me what you mean. And what he meant was time blocking. But when he would meet with me and other people, he would say, I need to protect time between 11 a.m. and noon. And we finally knew, he explained this to us, we knew that that meant that he had a call with someone else, maybe personal, maybe business, or he was going to do some walking, or he was going to review something from his schedule for that day that needed reviewing so it would be fresh in his mind. But I love that idea of protecting time. So you can call it time blocking or protecting time, but you want to do this for work tasks, personal commitments, and breaks, and stick to the schedule as much as possible. So you may already know about rocks, pebbles, sand. You can Google the story if you want to hear about it. But everything that's the most important to us and for most of us, that will be family, close friends, and community, and faith. There's so, there are many things you could add to this. These are the things that are your rocks. So if you're keeping a calendar, I keep a calendar with my family. 
so they know that I'm going to be in a different city or a different state or different country even during a certain period of time, something like that, or I'm doing something local, and they can be invited to that. But the rocks, those are the important things that we do before anything else. Over all the years that I was in the workforce, mainly the 20 years that I was teaching and the time before that that I was in real estate, I felt that my personal, my family, my friends, my faith, the things that really were the most important to me couldn't be a priority. And that was painful. It honestly was painful because I had to say no to so many things. And I thought, well, okay, but I have to make a living. I, I have to be there doing doing my business. So I let that happen. But when I came online, I remember a younger family member saying to me, oh, good, now you won't miss anything anymore. They were used to me missing birthday parties and anniversary celebrations and one family member who became a U.S. citizen, and I couldn't go to the ceremony or afterwards. It was that evening before I could see him and, and participate in the celebration of that. But I told the family member, I said, you know what? I still am going to miss things for my first year. I need to get the business off the ground. Once the business is up and running, and maybe it won't even take a full year, I won't miss anything ever again. So time passed. And it didn't take a full year before I was finally able to say, yes, of course I can celebrate the birthday party at the special restaurant. Of course I can. Yes, I have work I'm doing, but I can do some of it earlier and some of it the following day. So that's a wonderful thing. Another thing, learn to say no. It was a hard one for me. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Even if a neighbor would ask me, to be part of something or to do something with them, I always said yes. And many times that really hurt me on that level of, you know, how am I going to navigate everything that I really have to do? But I learned to say no. And I began connecting with people who already were used to saying no, and I watched how they did it. I watched and then I modeled. The way men did it was a little harsh for me. The way women did it sometimes was all right, but not always. So I took a little from the men, but more from women, and I came up with my own way. If someone says, we have a volunteer opportunity in one of your community. I live in Santa Clarita and Santa Barbara. They're an hour and a half apart. One's in the desert and one's at the beach. So if someone calls me or sends me a text or an email, says we have a volunteer opportunity, and it's in this community, and it's doing this on this day, I write back and I say, no, I'm not able to. Please keep me in mind for further opportunities that I can participate in. And it's a done deal. Nobody's feelings are hurt. They go on to the other names on the list of people that would be available. And they do keep me in mind for future ones. And I say yes as often as I can and as I want to. All right. Delegation. I learned delegation from girls in my fifth grade classroom. I was trying to do everything in the classroom, including cleaning the windows, mopping the floor, uh, uh, using a broom first, sweeping, and then mopping the floor. I was trying to do all these things. And finally, Claire and her friend, they came to the door one day after school. 
and I was scrubbing a cabinet, and they said, Mrs. Green, let us do that for you. And I said, no, no, I wouldn't dream of asking you girls to help. I want you to finish your homework and have fun on the yard with your friends. And Claire came close, and she said, Mrs. Green, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but the truth is we could do what you're doing faster and better. And that took me aback. I said, explain what you mean. They told me that they had to do that at home. Lots of cleaning, lots of scrubbing, lots of organizing, lots of things. And they said they were so used to doing it that they could do it very quickly. And I decided to believe them. And I said, Claire, bring your friend closer. Go ahead. Go for it. And sure enough, they did it very, very quickly. They did it very professionally in my mind. And it was fantastic. That was the beginning of my delegation. I came online and realized I would need to delegate a whole lot of things that I didn't know how to do and didn't want to learn how to do. A lot of technology, a whole lot of setup of different things. And I began delegating. You have to find people you trust. They're out there. Get recommendations. And so the delegation began. All right. Multitasking. It's not really a thing. It's not really possible. The brain and the hands can only do one thing at a time. If you think you're multitasking, what you're actually doing is slowing down and making more inferior the process of doing each of the things you're trying to do. Imagine if I was trying to write a blog post while I was here recording this podcast for you. It is impossible. I'd say, okay, hang on, I'm going to write another sentence. There'd be quiet on the line and I'd be typing. And while I was doing it, I'd be thinking about what I needed to say when I went back. It almost sounds silly. It's almost comical when you talk about multitasking. So if you ever use that phrase, just know you're doing two things not nearly as well at all as they could be done separately. So give them that separate time. Practice the two-minute rule. If something's going to take... Two minutes or less, do it immediately. This way, small tasks don't build up. They don't become overwhelming. They're done. If someone's at the door, or if your dog is barking, or if a child is calling out to you, you're going to do that right away. Do everything that way. If there's something that needs to be done, two minutes or less, do it. And that will work. So I hope these tips and stories and strategies are helpful to you because once you learn how to manage your time, once you learn how to be more productive than you ever imagined, everything in your life will change, everything will fall into place, and you'll say, why did I ever do things in the way I was doing them previously? Why didn't I jump on board with these ideas taught by people over many, many centuries who are much smarter than you and I, why didn't we do them earlier? Well, we do them when we do them, and I hope that this will make a big difference for you. So this is Connie Reagan-Green with Prestabilius, Excellence in Marketing. Visit me on Twitter slash X. I call it Twix at twitter.com slash Connie Green. Green is like the color, no E on the end, twitter.com slash Connie Green. And visit my main site at ConnieReaganGreen.com. Reagan is R-A-G-E-N. 
I want to connect with you, also look for me on YouTube. My channel is Connie Reagan Green on YouTube. I want to connect with you. I want to help you to build a business that will be a lifestyle by design that will have huge meaning and huge impact for you and your family. I've enjoyed this session with you, and I hope that I'll hear from you.